What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to The Folding List, where we pay attention to the movie so you don't have to. You can do whatever you need to do. You can fold your laundry. You can clean the house. You can you can paint your paint, your Bob Ross paintings, whatever you want to do. We'll tell you the movies that you can throw on in the background and you don't really have to pay attention to them. You just kind of keep going about your day, but also enjoy them. So uh, each week, I'm all, uh, I've always got my homeboy here. Uh, I never know what to call him, but uh, what, what you going by this week, man? <laughs> all right. So we're just going to go ahead and go with Joey Bananas. And we're talking about my favorite movie with Wesley Snipes, <laughs> Gallo Walkers. Yes. Mr. <laughs> Passenger 57. Yes. <laughs> Gallo Walkers is the best movie that I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah. Uh, you know, Wesley Snipes, he does his thing. Oh, wait, are we talking about Gallo Walkers, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that is. Oh, yo, okay. yo, okay, so it was the first like vampire cowboy movie that came out after he got out of prison. Damn, yeah, he did. Ooh, yes, hey, he did. America, pay your taxes. Bro, Uncle it Sam wasn't just that. It was a lot of other shit tied to him <laughs> besides the tax. <laughs> and and before before we go any further, that the other voice you hear is a. Uh, uh, the other podcast host from our from our brother podcast, we're under the same the same Chino umbrella, and uh, we got Mumbles here today. What's going on, Mumbles? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Doing great. Doing great. And I hope everybody's doing well. <laughs> <laughs> nice. One of the movie dogs in the in the fl- is this the flesh? I just, this isn't really the flesh. In the, the flesh. In the spirit. In the <laughs> matrix. In the in the matrix. Yeah, the matrix. Yeah. Right? <laughs> in the matrix. <laughs> So, yeah. So today, uh, the movie we're going to be talking about is one of my favorites from from basically childhood. Damn, this movie's old. Yes. Uh, 1998. Wow. Yeah. I was 11. That's crazy. Um, So, yeah, we're going to be talking about Blade from 1998 starring Wesley Snipes and Stephen Dorff. Is it Dorff or? Yeah, Dorff. Now, this movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this movie is uh, <laughs> basically about a it's based off of a Marvel comic book um, where you have a child born of half vampire and basically half human in the sense that he was his mother was in the process of changing into a vampire whenever she had him. This kid grows up. He obviously has a rough life, meets this dude named Whistler who teaches him how to hunt vampires. And so in this movie, you have uh, Wesley Snipes starring as Blade, this uh, half vampire, half human dude that can survive in the light. He has all of the powers of a vampire, but none of the weaknesses. The only weakness he has is that he has to drink blood. But because he's a because he's a yeah, yeah. And hose. Yeah, I guess yeah. that's true. Yeah, that, yeah, that's something that plagues us all, Cam. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, you know. I don't know if you've seen that Michael Che bit. <laughs> that's a whole thing. It's crazy. <laughs> Everything was fine until holes. Until holes. <laughs> But yeah, so this dude goes around kicking vampire ass. um, And that's basically all you need to know. He's fighting some guy trying to become the most powerful vampire there is. But really, it's, it's just watching Wesley Snipes do his thing. This dude is a trained real deal martial artist so 
it's it, that's a huge part of this movie and that's actually another reason why i thought it'd be awesome to talk to you mumbles because uh yeah, yeah. you have a history mm-hmm. in martial arts right why don't yeah, you uh, yeah. why don't you let us know like uh kind of starting you know as far back as you want where you can talk about like your history in martial arts and your experience and all that kind of stuff well you know what hold on let oh, me right. interrupt for a second yeah, um, yeah. i want to tell the people how i encountered uh mumbles and what he did okay <laughs> i love telling this story but, you know, we had the same friends group. So naturally we became friends too. So I go into nope. his house one day and I just see all these weapons. <laughs> and I'm like, why would somebody need a bow staff? Like, why would somebody need a katana? He got like ninja stars, katanas, and bow staffs. <laughs> and I'm like, what does this dude do? He's like, oh, well, you know, I'm in security. Okay, okay. What kind of security? <laughs> Extraterrestrial security, (laughs) domestic. What? So I know that this movie, um, like, really, it really reminded me of you, Marcus. Oh, really? A little bit. Yeah, I think I think a lot of I think a lot of Marcus has been molded around this movie. I think Blade is. I think I think Blade is back. Literally, just like tied in with the core, man. So yeah, let it let us know how this uh, how this movie connects to you, man. Oh man, like honestly, like the first time I came across Wesley Snipes was in Passenger Fifty Seven. I know, like I honestly, the way I saw it was like, oh shit, like yo, there's a black dude on the big screen doing martial arts and beating the shit out of people, right? Yep, yep, straight up. <laughs> yep. You know, just straight up, and I just fell in love with pretty much his portrayal of his characters throughout the years. For me, it always it all started at blood sport you know um 36 chambers and you know um wu-tang versus shaolin and seeing those movies growing up and and then like transitioning and seeing wesley snipes in the big screen going from passenger 57 to blade and other movies that he has done over the years it just made me solidify my love even further for martial arts especially knowing that He's actually a master instructor in Shotokan Karate, which was one of the first Mm -hmm. martial arts that I've done because of like learning that, you know, he was in Shotokan Karate, like in Passenger 57. Interesting. So so for Mm -hmm. me, it was just like a huge thing, just seeing that kind of representation as like, because you kind of feel like the odd one out, like in a sense, doing martial arts as a black kid growing up in Brooklyn, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I was I was a black kid in Florida on rollerblades. You see, so yeah, I, I completely oh, understand man. playing baseball. No, it's the same thing. It's the yeah. same exact feeling, you know, because a lot of times people just didn't think it was cool. But um, growing up, the story behind that was basically when my parents or well, my family moved over from Haiti, um, my uncles were first degree black belts in karate as well. So they taught mm. my mom how to fight. And then because, you know, people used to get bullied in in Brooklyn or New York in general because of the fact that they were Haitian. So my mom put me in martial arts to protect myself over the years. But my thing is, is like I never actually have like have been bullied because of the fact I was Haitian. I mean, people tried it, but then I always you know, I like doing my favorite kicks on people. So just didn't work out. Them, so. <laughs> I would like to see you kick somebody. Like, oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I ain't gonna lie. Yo, when, when outside, yeah, when outside opens back up, let's go to a yeah. bar. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm down. I'm down. I mean, yeah. anybody want to get out of pocket or anything like that, you know, they're more than welcome to it. Yeah. yeah I'll, talk, I'll, I'll just talk some shit, you know. I'll be like, yeah. Jake Paul, yo, Jake Paul can suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do like the dynamic entry, like Guy Sensei from Naruto or something. <laughs> Thumbs up and smile and everything. You know? Yeah, man. Yeah. Oh, so, like times. that. So, like, did you, like, how did you actually go about pursuing martial arts? Did you just practice it? Did you kind of like, did you ever compete? Like, what, what's, what's your history? Like, how did you actually pursue it? Like pretty much, I, I I competed a bit. Um, I love sparring. Um, I've traveled to different countries to compete. Um, I've taught at the Taekwondo, Taekwondo Federation in Korea. Oh yeah, uh, where yeah. is that? Where did you go to? Where did you travel to compete? Oh, I've been to Michigan, Florida, Puerto Rico, and Korea. Wow, that's crazy, <laughs> that's dope, man. That's crazy. You know, yeah. But I know one that. of my goals is to compete in uh, Japan. Like, nice. or at least do um, like training out there. So that's one of my goals. Um, and then pretty much from there, I've been doing it since I was four years old and I'm 35 wow. now. Wow. And it's just mm. been different martial arts over the years from boxing um, to Shotokan karate, to Choikwondo, to Taekwondo, to Muay Thai. Um, I've, I've practiced in Krav Maga as well. And then I've practiced in CQC training like be it for work as well too from you yeah know, for sure and, that's and crazy now, what's the, yeah what's the most dangerous situation that you've been in i mean hmm i've been shot at <laughs> oh nice. i guess that's yeah dangerous. like I guess, yeah some, i guess so. some would consider that <laughs> not me that's living in, that's living in yeah. like a, you know that's that's like a tuesday for us yeah, yeah. you know us <laughs> I'll tell you right now, it's it is not fun and it feels like time slows down. Yeah. That's yeah, right, I've, man. I've definitely yeah, been man. around some shooting. Like I've heard guns being fired very closely, mm-hmm. like on the same property, but but never at me. Like that's a whole other thing. Like where yeah. was it like how close was the dude? Or like well, pretty much it was it was from a car and I was like in the vicinity of I guess people that he was trying, like that person was trying to get, and pretty much I almost got hit in the crossfire wow. if I didn't like, wow. you know, move to the side and get underneath a car. Yeah, mm. it was crazy times in Brooklyn. Like mm. I grew up in New York in the nineties. So it oh, was, yeah. yeah, it was just a rough time during those years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but now, you know, stopping, I, now I live in the suburbs, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Oh yeah, the super suburbs. Uh, exactly. Uh, okay. Yeah, man. You know, now I, I love feel that domesticated, area. you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a retirement community up there. <laughs> yeah, definitely so. <laughs> well, other than that, like, I would say that was probably the most dangerous situation I've been in. Never really, like, I felt like anything past that was never really something that I came across. Um, I've been in situations where I've had to, you know, take people down. Um, you know, I've done bodyguard work before and, you know, I've like I've worked with a, like APD before as well and clubs and I've get, I've been into brawls. Oh, <laughs> I've yeah. been in like oh, yeah. um, like situations where I'm breaking up fights. Uh, yeah. But honestly, like anything past that, like 
I haven't been in. And I felt like that was probably the most dangerous situation I've ever been in as a youth. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, Anytime that's firearms cool. are involved, yeah. you know, that's where it kind of escalates a little bit, you know, exactly. fights are one thing, but then when, you know, firearm is involved and the so only time I was, the only time I was ever around like guns being fired like that was, I was DJing a party with a friend of mine in, Fort, mm. in Orlando. That song, Ray Charles song, the Georgia, Georgia. Yeah. Yeah. How ludicrous had that? Well, mm-hmm. somebody in Florida, I can't remember the artist. They had a Florida version, Florida, Florida. Oh, and gosh. we played them back to back thinking, hey, we're representing everybody. Everybody's yeah. having a good time. Yeah. I probably would have shot up the club too. Yeah. Yeah. That's what that's what happened. They, <laughs> <laughs> somebody was, basically it was like, nah, fuck Georgia, fuck Georgia. Nah, fuck Georgia, fuck Florida. And then everybody started pushing their way outside. And we were like, well, you that started the game, boy. Wanted, but maybe we'll just, maybe they'll fight in the front lawn and pop. Oh my gosh. We all started, we ran, I ran out the back door. I honestly, honestly thinking back on it, I remember standing in the area where we had the DJ booth at. And then I remember being crouched down at the back fence, like in the backyard. I barely remember running out of the building, out of the house, through the backyard, down the hill. But I do remember getting to the fence and then it was like trees on the other side. Yeah. I was like, I'm not trying to hop this fence and just be in the darkness in the trees. So I'll just like <laughs> sit down here and then nobody got hurt. The dude just like pulled a gun and fired it into the air. Um, but the cops showed up like 20 minutes later. We most, we had most of the DJ equipment in the car. There's gunfire. And we're like, uh, y'all are very late. Like everybody's gone. Yo. Yeah, that, that was probably my closest encounter. Luckily, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's the closest encounter. But nobody got hurt. It was just some dude probably mad he went home without a woman. Yeah. Um, saying, saying, yeah. I'm same going home man. horny and lonely. Same <laughs> <laughs> song. Yeah. Man, it's never worth home. it, though. <laughs> it's, it's never fucking worth it. Like, I don't ever feel like there's a situation where it's like you really would have to pull one out unless it's like, you know, a life or death situation. Whereas like, you know, you're like, okay, I, it's either I use this or I lose my life type of shit. But like yeah. all over a song or over a damn argument because you don't know how to fight. You know, sometimes I wish like, you know, people actually trained how to fight and then we'd handle situations like that more so. Yeah, and be like, all right, rematch. <laughs> I, yeah, I wish, man. Like, it's like, do y'all watch a uh, Letter Kenny? Have you ever heard of that show? I've Letter never heard of that show. It's uh-huh. some weird Canadian comedy that I got into randomly. It's on Hulu. Um, it's just like super fast paced, written like weird comedy, but they all like get into fist fights. Like almost every episode, they're like kind of like a running joke is that this dude everybody tries to fight the main dude of the show and he just kicks everybody's ass over and over and over. <laughs> you, know, you know what? I, I've actually seen clips of this and it looks hilarious. Yeah, you gotta check it out. It's, it's hilarious. It's nuts, man. And, it, and it, honestly, it's Canadian, 
and they say things in a weird way to where I literally had to learn how to watch it because you you don't get what they're talking about when they're like, oh, I want to let's let's have some puppers. And you're like, what the fuck are puppers? <laughs> yeah. but it's like some, something like how they call beers. You know what I'm saying? Like, but they get into just fist fights all the time. It's oh, like, huh. God. That seems much more fun than just like shootouts all the fucking time. Oh, they're exactly in Canada. no yeah. guns up there like that. And you just don't got guns. So just everybody yeah. just fighting each other all the time. Yeah. But you know, like definitely check that show out. That's one that I you you I, I try to just throw it on. Uh, but like I said, I, I started like turning on subtitles with it because these dudes are like they're <laughs> they going, so fast. They're going fast as shit. Like yeah. and you know, like northerners talk fast anyways. But these two, these dudes talk fast, fast. Um, but yeah, so like, I, I guess, I guess we can kind of go ahead and dive into this, man. Since you, you <laughs> let us know about the martial arts, that's that's like kind of the best thing about about Blade, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely, because yeah. I I was watching it, kind of expecting a lot of the the fight scenes to not hold up, or even like the editing for the fight scenes, because you know, like mm-hmm. especially with a lot of Marvel stuff, they do like. Uh, quick cuts, quick cuts quick for cuts, everything yeah. and you can't see it but yeah. this there, it was like just the right amount like yeah. a few here and there but most of the time you're watching you're watching them kill this like these this fight choreography exactly because mm-hmm. even in um blade 2 i thought they really stepped it up with the um cqc movements especially when he started using the um the daggers like the silver daggers oh yeah more mm-hmm. often mm-hmm. And then I thought that it was just so dope. Wesley Snipes, he he's trained in um, jujitsu, capoeira, and kung fu as well. And yep. I, and I mm-hmm. I don't know if he has a second or third degree in hapkido. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, like so, so dude much. is a he's a fucking beast. Like yeah, yeah he really I was is. Telling my wife that like he's a, he's a legitimate martial artist. Mm-hmm. Like it is something mm-hmm. he is passionate about. That's why he's still in great shape today. Is because he did that. He still does that. Did I, what were you about to say, Kim? No, I was just uh, agreeing with everything that you guys were saying as far as, um, you know, him being a martial artist and everything. One thing that I can really appreciate about this film are um, the lack of or just the right amount of quick cuts, like you said. And I'm a big stickler for wide angle martial arts shots. Yeah. Where you can clearly see the star, Mm. in this case, Wesley Snipes, you know, going through the choreography with these stunt people. The Matrix was probably the best domestic that I've seen because it was uh, choreographed by, um, was it Wu Jinping or or something? Yeah. Um, I think it was. Who was it? I'm not Um, sure. It was someone that, you know, used to do the, um, you know, the old Chinese movie uh, martial arts. Gotcha. And um, I love, you know, just like the however many second long, you know, full frame fight scenes that they that they really nailed in this film. Yeah, he's 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 incredible. Yeah, because I know Donnie Yen choreographed um, like the second one. Mm-hmm. He he choreographed a lot of the the fights in the second one. I remember. It's, yeah, it's crazy because I yeah. I, re- I haven't watched the second one in a really long time. Like that's a. But but that's my favorite out of the series. Yeah, like, really. Yeah, yeah, and I think it's mostly because I'm a big uh, Guillermo del Toro fan. Like I love yeah, his style, but oh, also the cheese is bumped up in like a cool way in the second yeah. one because mm. there there there's like a lot of like cool shades moment where he's putting on his shades and like pointing the gun yeah. in like crazy ways and like that's why. I think that's one of the reasons why I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed this one is the first one is because he's so robotic. 
<laughs> but whenever he it, it's almost like he breaks character when someone tries to do something he's like motherfucker you know? like, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i love his ad libs <laughs> like wesley snipes he said he does such a good job at making blade his own and i think yeah. that's why yeah. it, it took marvel a while uh to kind of pass on the torch because wesley snipes is blade like back yeah, in the 90s is. yeah 100 like, like he is blade and it's like a it's it's almost like he he made it like shaft with vampire powers yeah. in a sense. right so he's know. just going around beating people's asses and like throwing yeah. dudes into the wall like yo I, yo that, that cop like oh my god, he was like, <laughs> I was like, is that so, dude okay? Like, genuinely, he was like, like is that necessary? <laughs> yeah, so, no, so the movie. entire movie, I was like, okay, so he was a little bit over the top in killing like those vampires and shit, you know? Like, yeah. um, when he stabbed the uh, the two um, what is it, the two martial artists with the escriba sticks uh, yep. in the face with the, I was like, damn, bro, is that really necessary? <laughs> <laughs> So like this, the scene we're talking about is when uh, one of the the vampire, the evil, the evil big baddie of the movie, mm-hmm. um, played by Stephen Dorff, I forgot his name. He goes Deacon Frost. Deacon Frost. Uh, Deacon Frost has like these what they call familiars, who are regular humans. They don't have any powers, but mm-hmm. they want to become vampires, so they just do whatever these vampires say. Yeah. Um, so Deacon Frost sends this police officer to go um, mess with the. Uh, the the lead actress of the movie Karen goes to like I guess basically kill her but then Blade pops up because he was using her as bait to try and catch this dude so I was even thinking about it just from a shooting standpoint that dude showed up and was like all right I'm going to do this little dialogue with her and then I'm going to get my beat my ass beat by Blade once in this apartment Yep. And then I'm going to get my ass beat again in this kitchen. And then I'm going to go see Deacon Frost and then he's going to eat me. That dude, he was literally, if you really think about it, he was probably on set for three days. Or it was one really long day of this man getting beat up from sunup to like three in the morning on top of that, on top of that uh, tower. Yo, what do you think he did? Did he like piss off the director or something? <laughs> nah, man. I, honestly, I think what that was was um, he has to be a like some kind of stunt dude. You know what I'm saying? It was like a somebody that you know you can just beat up on yeah and that's why they picked him because he can act just enough to where they can throw him into into like the shelves and all that stuff mm-hmm. and speaking of throwing did that little girl get thrown through a hot dog stand into the street and then just run away without a scratch on her she did <laughs> She Is did it? because he threw the shit out of that. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I don't even know how she survived. Like to even get up, like mommy. Deacon Frost is somehow he's got SPF one thousand sunblock, <laughs> and he's only and he, I, I'm sure he's only able to be out in the sun just for a little bit. And yeah, because he, he, he did tell him his screen was running. So. Yeah. <laughs> and so Blade. Blade's like obviously going to go kill him because he's in broad daylight, but then he has this little girl hostage and they have this long conversation about blood gods and all these kind of things instead of, and as Blade 
I was he trying? Did Blade pull the gun? I can't remember what happened, but he, yeah, he pulled the gun on yeah, him. Yeah, he, he pulled the gun, and then Deacon takes this little girl who's probably what, like five years old, like yeah, yeah, like a, a small girl, throws her through the air about a good thirty feet through mm-hmm. a hot dog stand into the Yo. street. <laughs> Uh, see like that that's what makes this movie special (laughs) it does yeah it's it's over the top violent it's obviously crazy but but that's but but that's why it's always good to throw on so actually uh after after that crazy note let's go ahead and take a break and we'll be right back Are you heading back into the office after working from home all this time? Or do you need something to stuff down that road rage on your way to work? Or are you just looking for more podcasts to listen to in your headphones so you can drown out your coworkers' awful taste in music? Well, look no further. The Folding List is hitting you with new episodes on Friday to kick off the weekend and help you find that movie to throw in while you're just hanging out. And if you're looking for in-depth reviews and discussions about film in general, the Movie Dogs have got you covered. They'll let you know what's worth watching and what's worth watching at your own risk. Between these two podcasts, we've got you covered. Hit subscribe, like, and follow on your favorite podcast platform. And while you're there, hit us with a pretty good review. It all helps and we definitely appreciate the love. Welcome back after that uh, short break. I just wanted to kind of kind of hit pause after that wild and crazy moment so we could actually talk about this movie now. Yes. Um, because like Blade, I think that was one thing that I that I've I've already said that about my childhood and watching movies. I've seen a lot of rated R movies as long as it wasn't too much like sexual, sexually explicit stuff because my parents knew like I'm not out there chopping people up with uh, samurai swords. So they, yeah. uh, my dad saw it and then he and was And if like, you were, <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's your it life. better be vampires. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, much. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, I'm sure. I'm, like I could, ne- I could neither confirm or deny me having a sam- like a katana when I was younger. Oh, I, I definitely <laughs> had one. I had, can confirm uh, that for you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had two. Like my dad, he always took me to the mall. He was like, hey man, you like that sword? I'm like, yeah. Like, yeah. All right. <laughs> I never owned one. The the closest I came to having one in my house was when my roommate in college, when Mm -hmm. we were staying at these apartments um, right off college campus, we were staying in these apartments and it was four bedroom, four bath, three of us knew each other. And then we got a random dude that moved in the, in the extra room, in the living room. And he, we were 20, 21. He was 38 to 40 uh and he had a samurai sword and mm. we were fine with it until one day we heard him sharpening it in the bedroom and we were like oh. <laughs> just heard like a Shh. hell no nah. you ain't know this dude no his name his name was uh legally steven i saw his uh his mail because i worked in the office as a leasing agent his name was steven uh but he called he told us to call him stefan 
or AKA Wolverine. And we were like, oh, we're not calling all right. Wolverine. Okay. Let, me, let me go ahead and break my lease real quick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, $4,000? Oh, I bet. I got to check. And speaking of Wolverine, that keep, that brings us right back to Blade because yeah. Blade is a Blade is a Marvel movie. And yeah. I think that's that's one thing about this that was that was super cool back in the day, too, is that like mm-hmm. my dad knew like my parents knew it was a comic book movie. So they were like, all right, yeah, we can let them watch this. Cause it's this, I, I don't know too much about the comic other than what I've seen in this movie and what I've seen from like the Spider-Man side of things, because um, Spider-Man actually uh, worked alongside against blade in order to catch the one like vampire like dude in the spider verse basically yeah um so blade does have a history like a real deep comic book history and i think that's like that's a part of this that i'm i'm excited for is the fact that there could be more blade coming like like you were saying they took him a long time to replace him but they've officially picked Mahershala Ali yeah. like do y'all do y'all feel like this dude's gonna actually be able to carry the torch so to speak 100 100 yeah he he actually went to Marvel and he was like hey I want to be Blade like right after he won his uh what is it uh his uh Emmy what I'm sure it was an Emmy yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. no no he won did he win for Moonlight Moonlight right yeah right yeah and um he he had a meeting with Kevin Feige he actually called Kevin Feige he was like hey you know, let's meet because uh, he had been doing his own research on Blade. And um, he basically just said, hey, I want to be Blade. And Kevin Feige was like, let's make it happen. How much power do you have where you can go to a big time producer and mm-hmm. be like, hey, well, that that's the thing, man. When you win that award, that's exactly. what it's all about. That's leverage. Like, right yeah, yeah. As soon yeah. as as soon as they're able to say Academy Award winner or Academy award nominee yeah. like as soon as you can say that before your name you got that you text get, yeah you, yeah you can <laughs> yeah, do pretty much whatever true. you want at yeah. that point um kevin spacey won a lot of awards mm. um <laughs> that's yeah. why he did whatever he wanted to do. and he did man and he tried <laughs> definitely to did whatever dyslexia. he <laughs> <laughs> he was like oh the boy was the boy was 17 i thought he was 71 and <laughs> Yeah. You know, God, that's hilarious. Yeah, so he <laughs> blamed it on dyslexia and he hid under the uh the gay pride rainbow. That yeah, was like that was really so did. awful. Yeah, he was so like, awful. Oh, like, oh you're out here like push, pushing guys against the wall, and it's like, yeah, uh, uh, I'm gay. It's like, All right, <laughs> <laughs> like, that's not <laughs> <laughs> like we're that all is, gonna be that like is not Aw. a careless whisper right there. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay guys he's gay like no nah, you're still a monster man like good lord but yeah so um like and and now and obviously like mahershala like he got this ball the the ball rolling with this he got it moving and but i think the one thing that we're all nervous about is the fact that they want to make it a PG 13. Like, yeah, Blade that, was a hard R. Like, there it was there, there some dude, <laughs> some dude, dude is getting a blowjob in the beginning of it, making it. <laughs> I remember, yeah, I forgot all about that. I remember that they, yeah, cu- yeah. they cut it out. I think they cut it out. No, um, no, it's uh, like it's still in there, like in the um, on the Blu ray version. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I watched it on HBO the other day and I was like. Oh yeah, I remember this from when I was a kid. 
I don't remember. Wait. <laughs> so I, I feel like they changed it, which is super weird. Like it's weird for that them is. to like to to pull back there, but not where like blades chopping people's hands off and, and yeah. stabbing people and cutting people in half and like using these crazy swords and stuff. So like mm-hmm. if if they do this with with Marvel under the Disney like the Disney monster, like how are they going to well? If you if you really think about like the Avengers and all that kind of stuff, they really are pushing the envelope when it comes to violence with a lot of these, yeah. like, especially like Falcon Winter Soldier. They're showing like people getting close up shot in the head, man. Like that's true. They, not graphically, but people were getting blown away in that movie. So like, and then mm-hmm. and then he's also fighting vampires, so they might be <clears throat> able to like kind of you know how when when blade would kill them in the original movie they would kind of just burst into ash and skeleton and just like disappear so Mm -hmm. i'm sure that can be handled but i don't know how they're going to do all the blood because they are vampires like it doesn't and that's what i'm saying and i agree with you wholeheartedly with that too because my thing is is that like even when blade first came out you know it pushed the envelope for like a marvel film in general you know what I mean? Yep, but the thing sure. is, is that Absolutely. like, you know, that to me, it was just a perfect, tasteful blend, yeah. you know, but and then but when it got crazy, even remember the first um, one of the first scenes when uh, like they were in th- at that club and yeah. then all the blood came out of the um, oh, my God, yeah, the sprinklers, what sprinklers yeah. And stuff? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like the typical But you would think that like going into like a vampire movie, you should expect blood. You know yeah, what I mean? You have that expectation. So it wasn't of like a real surprise, even as a child watching yep. it back in the day, you know? Straight up. Yeah. yeah. If they can't give me blood, then at least give me, you know, old school martial arts, full frame, you know, yeah. choreography. Yeah. They, they have to do that part. They have to. Yeah. It's yeah. such a big part of it. I'm, I'm interested to see like, like how they did uh, Sang uh, Chi because like, that's like a, a martial arts based movie and character and all this kind of stuff. So if they're doing like quick cuts and like, all this kind of stuff. I know they learned a ton of choreography. They need to stop doing that and show it like John Wick and shit. Yeah. Because if we have like Mahershala doing like John Wick with a samurai sword and a gun with silver bullets in it, like that, Mm -hmm. that alone would be, so we'll we'll see how they, we'll see how they, they handle that. But like, even, uh, but even with like in the original blade, like I liked how, he was taking people's watches and stuff whenever he would yeah. kill them. Because <laughs> what do you say? He was like, we're not the March of Dimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like those, those are some like ruthless wow, jokes. Like, yeah. it's, That's hilarious. <laughs> That's so funny. This movie, the movie Yo. is wild, man. And like, you know, it's like the thing, like another, another big thing about this movie is just like how, it's it's fun and it's it's got its cheesy moments and it's not perfect like even mm-hmm. even towards the end i remember when he was like so ultimately towards the end of the movie like we're spoiling this if you haven't seen it but i'm sure you've all either seen it or heard about this movie at this point but um towards the end of the movie blade finds out that deacon frost actually has his mother like 
is yeah. with keeping her like they sleep together in a metal coffin bed. Yeah, um, some annihilating. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of all people, annihilating. Annihilating, yeah. exactly. Oh, she was fine. She, she still is, bad. but loving basketball. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. that's a good movie, man. Oh <laughs> man, I've seen it, seen it many times. Many. Times. I'd want to kill him too if he was, had my mama back in her heyday. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> working her, and then he gonna like, come in. <laughs> And then and then she walks up to Blade and it's like oddly sexual. I don't yeah, know what that was. It about. was because like <laughs> seen it for the first time. I was like, damn, I want her to bite me. Like <laughs> you know? their lips were almost touching when they were talking. Like, this is I don't know what's happening here. I was like, you sure that's your mom? <laughs> Man, because like there, there's so many weird little moments like that. Like even the the doctor lady Karen, I yeah, he, younger when I was younger, I still didn't really like her character, and I didn't really know why. And I think it was because even now that I'm going back watching it, I feel like she adjusted to all of this news very quickly. Oh, she did. She did. It, she like. Because at first she was like, what do you mean, vampires? But mm-hmm. she definitely saw that dude's hand get cut off. Well, first of all, she saw a dead person hop up from the table all burnt up, kill her friend by drinking his blood. And then his arm got cut off and burnt up and disappeared in front of her face. And Blade was like, there's vampires out here. And she was like, <laughs> <No>. what? <laughs> like you, what do you mean? Yeah, like you you didn't see what just had you got bit too. Like everybody got bit. <laughs> but I blamed it on the fact that it took place in New York. So okay. like, I feel like that's a New York, you're like, yo, that's like a Tuesday, you know? <laughs> like you guys be going around anything. fighting people in New York? <laughs> yo, bro, like honestly, like you come across much worse, yeah. Like yeah, that's yeah. like pretty much regular shit in New York, be it from big ass rats to like cops on shit. I came across a cop who almost shot a rat. Because he got, like the shit scared the hell out of him. It was as big yeah. as a damn cat. You oh, know I, what I mean? I saw a video of one the other day, like this construction worker lifted up a box, and I've mm-hmm. it was huge. I didn't think they got that. It looked like a it looked like a a small possum, but it was fast, bro. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I, yeah, <sighs> there's a whole bunch of master splinters just crawling <laughs> up and down New York sewers lines and stuff. <laughs> so it's like, but they're they're covered in disease. <laughs> yes, they That's are. Right. <laughs> oh, and I just noticed for the first time was this L.A. I didn't realize that Blade was. Uh, LA based characters. That, I didn't know. Yeah. Was? He's an LA based character, like in the comics, but like in this one, they, they wanted the grittiness of like 90s New York mm-hmm. because I remember mm-hmm. growing up like in the 90s, it was it was crazy in New York, like as far as the shit that was constantly going on and the things that you would come across. So it's like some people were into like the vamp life shit. Like mm-hmm. back in the day too. Oh yeah, man. I can see that. Uh, especially, yeah, especially like in New the York. techno con- like techno clubs and stuff. Yep. Yeah, with the piercings yeah. and the black leather. And exactly. Yeah, I can yeah. see that. Oh yeah, like 
being from the Panhandle, you know, I was back and forth in New Orleans, and that is a big, big mm-hmm. part of the culture there is like vampire culture. Yeah. And some people are just kind of cosplaying, just doing their thing, which is understandable. And then some people really are living that life. Yep. And they may not be killing people, but they are straight up drinking blood. Yeah. Like, they um, are. What mm-hmm. is it? Anne Rice. Do you remember those books at all? The woman who wrote uh, Interview with a Vampire. Oh, yeah. <laughs> who yeah. wants to be yep. a vampire? <laughs> was that? You're a vampire. You're a vampire. <laughs> You're all gonna be vampire. <laughs> but yeah, she wrote Interview with the Vampire and The Queen of the Damned and like all these uh vampire yeah. books. My dad was a big fan. Like he read all of them. It was crazy. Oh, he likes um, uh, science fiction like that? Yeah, yeah. Like um he's always been a Star Trek dude. Like Star Trek, he read a ton of comic books. Like my dad, my dad was the not closet nerd, but I guess you could say he was, you know, like thinking about back in the sixties, this dude's like collecting comic books, black dude in Panama city, Florida. So, (laughs) so like, I, that's why I have like a lot of, a lot of deep love for a lot of these things is because he did, he does and did too. Like, so like Anne Rice, she would write all these books about New Orleans and all that shit, but people would be in New Orleans following that kind of stuff to a T with obsession. Mm-hmm. Like vampire culture, it, it, it's like the, just the vampire story in general is like a, it's a cool monster, but I think uh, one thing that I know my dad was upset about whenever we watched Blade is that they weren't real vampires quote unquote in his eyes because they didn't have they weren't like flying they weren't disappearing they weren't doing all Mm. that kind of stuff but they kind of with blade they kind of took it and made it i guess you could say modern in the sense that they kind of made it like genetics and all these different things because they were able to kind of break it down to like dna the doctor was uh karen she was able to kind of make that make that serum that made uh made the vampires explode which was yeah that's like that's always kind of the cool thing about blade is like he's got all of these different gadgets like yeah. in the in the beginning he had that that uh metal boomerang type blade thing that yeah. he would throw, like go all the way around the room chopping all yeah. the vampires heads off that was um, dumb got the uh the stake launching shotgun like mm-hmm. that just that big ass gun that yeah. you know, <laughs> like pin people to the wall um his motorcycle is pretty cool too yeah uh, yeah didn't look I, like a, and the um and the 1970 charger that he had too oof. Yeah, oh my yeah. gosh yeah like i know the, the the bike i think is more more aligned with his character in the comic book. Like, I think he rides the motorcycle a lot more than anything else in the movie. He had that charger, man. Like, oof, that's the, the classic, classic muscle car. Like, and in matte black, I'm sure driving with no headlights, like (laughs) that'd be funny on some crazy shit. shit. It wasn't even about family either. So, you know, (laughs) like I I really want to go back and watch that first Fast and Furious. But like y'all know me, I'm not a fan of like a majority of those movies. And I've seen a majority of those movies. I think the last one I saw was Fast 6. And that's when I was like, nope. 
never doing this again. Yo, I saw and, a whole series. Yo. <laughs> yeah, I've seen, I've seen it all. Um, Gosh, it's, I, it's I can't do crazy. It. You haven't yeah. seen the latest one, Travis? Nope, I haven't seen nine, eight or nine. Uh, just oh, because, like, I was the because I'm such a car dude. The first one was such a like formative movie in my life, like that. <clears throat> just like 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 with you, uh, Mumbles, when you got like the you like you said you kind of like molded a lot of your life around blade like yeah. a lot of my life was around uh fast and the furious man like oh that movie, wow. you know I like being a car guy that that movie like kind of showed a lot of young car a lot of young car dudes like what you could do with a car but like mm-hmm. All of it's kind of built on a lie because it's, they kind of make it seem like, oh, you can just uh, make any car fast, but yeah. <laughs> that's not. You still need like a hundred thousand dollars. It's still yeah. like a lot of money. <laughs> like I would think minimum. You yeah, know? <laughs> to make a car be able to beat a Ferrari, like yeah, like that's uh, <laughs> that's like not it, the the whole the whole series is nonsense. But I only like a few of them. Back to Blade, like. The uh, the original the original Whistler was played uh, by what's this dude's name um, Christoph Christoph Christopherson Chris Christopherson yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's a uh, he's a country musician I believe yeah uh, more than anything but he does act and he's been in a, a good number of things but most of us know him from Blade um, mm-hmm. yeah but, he's a great actor yeah yeah he is yeah because he played the hell out of Whistler he did yeah, yeah. straight up man yeah. like. Cause that, that character, he need, I think Blade needs somebody, Blade needs somebody that's like kind of even more cold than he is to kind of yeah. rein him in, which is, which is like an interesting move. So like they got this old country grizzled dude to play that, but like, how, how do you think that's going to go in the new one? Especially with yeah. the, um, mm-hmm. I would say the wokeness of like Hollywood over the years. Um, you know, nowadays people could sit there and be like, oh, well, you know, he doesn't need no white savior to come in and help him. And <laughs> right. it's like, yo, that's like, true. That's not that true. beat though. Like, <laughs> you know, because it's like, yo, that's Whistler. Yeah. Just He's a part of the guy. team. Like, you know? That's so funny. <laughs> so like it's kind of like it, it could really go both ways. Um, but I mean, honestly, like I think. You know what? I guess we really won't know until like the Spider-Man movie comes out or until Doctor Strange 2 comes out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm there's there's a lot riding on those two movies. Like yeah. a lot riding on those two movies. Cause yeah. mm-hmm. and if you think about it, we could even see Blade pop up in some of these too, because that's true. Because mm-hmm. like a lot of the time they introduce a character and then they give him his movie. So you we know. may get introduced to Blade much sooner than we realize. But I think I think the whole thing is like how much of the Spider-Verse are we actually going to see and how like how many characters are we going to see? Like how how much of the the madness like how how is that going to work out like it, it just depends on how much we're actually they're actually going to be able to pull off in the next two movies because with everything being pushed we're all like so hungry to get all like to fin to keep the story yeah. going but yeah they yeah. keep giving us you know like they like gave us reboots and shit <laughs> yeah yeah and, and you know you've got the shows which are great but like 
Um, what's that movie? We got Black Widow. Like that's Black not, Widow, yeah, yeah. It was okay, yeah. but it was but just you, more the same. But it was it was just a bit too late for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. definitely definitely too late. But you know what is a, a kind of like a sleeper that um, I am sort of curious about uh, that nobody is talking about right mm. now is uh, Morbius. Um, yeah, because yeah, that, I mean, it's that been, I feel like it's mind. been kind of going back and forth too with mm-hmm. everything going on, be it like uh, shutdowns and other things that tie into it with scheduling conflicts and all of that shit. I don't know if he's like still moving on, like going forward with it. Like I oh, kind of- it's, it's almost finished. Like, it is, I'm right? Pretty, yeah, yeah, I I'm thought pretty it was sure finished. It is finished, yeah. Oh, okay. Because yeah. I thought they were, I thought they kept on like stopping and starting um, like uh, filming for it. No, nah, no, nah. he's yeah. he's in it. It's already it's already going like only in theaters 2022, and they've they've been had a trailer for it for a long time. Because Vulture is uh, going to be a villain in there yeah. too, or an ally, I guess. Michael Keaton, yeah, yeah. because they're going to have the Sony like Spider Man Evil Verse because they bought all of the evil character, like all of Spider Man's villains were Sinister bought Six? by Sony. Yes, Sinister Sinister Six, everybody. Like, all of the villains in the Spider-Universe were bought and are owned by Sony. They're trying to give them their own movies, or maybe not all, but I I know a lot of big ones are owned by Sony, and they're trying to give them their own movies. And that's why we're not getting, like, random crossovers. And that's what I'm saying. Like, who are we going to be able to see because of all of these, like, contract disputes? Like, like, that's going to be... That's going to be a big part of like who we see coming up. That's like, Marvel's kryptonite right there. Yeah, like really the fact is. that they gave that they gave up Spider Man. Like that's the one thing. Yep, because Spider Man has always been one of Marvel's top characters, if not Marvel's top character. I think it yeah. would be Marvel's top Straight character. Up, it is now for sure. Yeah. Before um, before the original Spider Man movie, I don't know how popular Spider Man was in the grand scheme of thing, things when mm-hmm. it comes to Marvel. I think X Men were were at the top for a while, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but Spider Man has always been super popular. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. um, you know Captain America. There's a lot of other people, the Hulk. Um, but I know, oh, I know, Spider Man has always been good because you know, like. I think Stan Lee almost said it. He said it one time. He was like, everybody loves Spider-Man because he's he wears a mask and everybody can imagine themselves as Spider-Man because Spider-Man, you can just yep. put on the mask. No, wait, Travis, you got to do it as your Stan Lee. You got to say it as Stan Lee says it. Everybody Every, likes Spider-Man. Everybody yeah. loves Spider-Man because he can put on the mask. I, I don't know what Stan Lee sounds I can't even think about it. I, don't know. I can do my impression sometimes. Maybe if I've heard him. I just haven't heard him in so long. I'm just doing an old man. I'm doing Jordan Peele's impression of Stan Lee. <laughs> He's Jordan Peele and Stan Lee. You got to give everyone the Stanley experience, man. <laughs> yeah, too. <laughs> but yeah, man. Like, and and that's like, and I know that's a part of the reason why I've always, I've always loved Blade, man. Is because I can identify with them, man. Like, we don't. There's not too many black comic book characters like that, especially like there isn't cool ones that's kicking true. ass, doing then, all these different things by themselves. You don't get yep. that. Yeah, I think yeah. the the only one that can that I that comes to mind right now would only be a year prior. And that was really spawn. Yeah. Well, Michael Jai White. Yeah. Yep. yeah. And, Who's yep. another legit martial artist too. 
Yeah, Crazy. incredible, incredible, mm-hmm. talented actor. Gosh, just to even piggyback on that. And like, um, so like Wesley Snipes did speak about the fact that they didn't want to green light the movie. So he actually put up his own money and he used his own um, production company to do the filming for Blade, um, for actually the Blade series in general. It was from the Amin Ra um, production. Yeah, Amin Ra Productions. Yeah, that's what it was. Wow, crazy. Yeah, it was. But the thing is, is that, you know, like at the end of the day, it just seems like whenever we want to do our own projects, there's nothing wrong with us putting our own money up for it, especially since we believe in it. And then we'll know we'll get the funding for something like that nowadays because everybody wants to have some form of representation that's out there. Yeah, as we should. We yeah, should as we should, you know. Representation, yeah, straight up, man. Yeah. Shouldn't but my to... thing is, is like, you know, they shouldn't sit there and be like, oh, well, you know what? Well, the new Superman, he's black. Guess what? You know what I mean? Like, I don't want them to revise and mm. recycle the same characters. I'm mm. like, you guys already have black characters. Why don't you use them? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look yeah. what happened with Black Panther. You know, he's yeah. been chilling for a minute. And once he got introduced into the MCU, yep. what, number three movie in the world. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Oh, black people, they, they have money. We, we can they, like we can yeah. to them. <laughs> they, they watch something other than Tyler Perry. Exactly. What? <laughs> yes, yes, we do. We're we going do, to see other you movies. Know? Like, like Homeboy has done a lot, but I don't need to watch Medea all the fucking time. Like, oh, God. <laughs> give me something else, please. Somebody else to look up to. Like, man is charitable, but uh, not with those movies. <laughs> Um, but yeah, like it's Blade. Blade is an awesome movie. It's not. It's not perfect, but it is. Uh, it is a. It is a good movie to throw on, especially if you've seen it a million times. It's always. Oh. It's always worth watching Blade knock out all of these, all of these uh, cool action sequences, smashing yes. dudes' heads and <laughs> moving trains. Like, love it. <laughs> there's a lot of good stuff in there. A lot of rough stuff in there too but i'm I'm not even really going to get into how weirdly edited the last part of the movie is none oh of it gosh, really makes yeah. <laughs> i don't know if you noticed that but like he was in the tube at one in the little coffin torture case at one point and then yep. he was out of it because the girl got him out but then the yep. lightning struck it and it was closed and the blood was still pouring out of it all over the place but overall i I love this movie it sounds like y'all do too definitely we really do yeah yeah because there was like there was just so like i don't know bro it was just like an all-around dope-ass movie yeah like if anything from like the martial arts sequences the fact that he did the choreography the the fact that he like you know directed it and like you know put up the money for it the like and just, I don't know, bro, like just growing up, I was like, oh, shit, that's a black martial artist on the big <laughs> screen. You know what I mean? Straight up, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. If anything, he he taught us how to put on shades real quick. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as y'all wearing sunglasses at night, just bumping into shit. <laughs> yo, low-key, I did too, you know? <laughs> yeah, man. Like, you got vampire yo, for, for a good month and a half, like, nah, for a good two years, my younger cousin started wearing leather pants. You oh, know what I mean? No, no, no. Because of blade and shit. 
Did he squeak every time he uh he went somewhere? Yo, he did. Even in the hot ass summer, I'm like, bro, you like you're sweating. Like yeah, I was about to say, did he have to empty the sweat out of the bottom of his pants? Leg? That's funny. <laughs> Just shake it out. Gross. <laughs> but all right, Mumbles, thanks for joining us. Uh, and uh, once again, like from uh, uh, Movie Dogs. Yeah, yeah. Tell us a little bit about Movie Dogs before we hop out of here. Yeah. So, you know, Movie Dogs is comprised of me, myself, Mumbles and like not like me, myself alone. But, you know, we got we got Mr. One, Two and then we got Easy Pleaser, who's a <laughs> part of it as well. You know, but sometimes we just got to get him out of the house. <laughs> How do you get the name Easy Pleaser? <laughs> Because, you know, he does work a lot and, you know, sometimes he's not able to make the episodes like we want to. But other than that, like, you know, that's what we're about, like um, making movie, like talking about movies and making the score be centered around brewskis on a scale of one to five. And also if something reaches Blanton levels, you know, we point it out and explain why and things like that. Just a group no, of guys here in movies. Yeah. How do you get the uh, name Easy Pleaser? Oh, that. Oh, he like he's. Yeah, it's a literal meaning for him. So oh, he's easily pleased. Easily pleased. So oh. he just went by. Oh, I, thought, <laughs> easy, I thought it had easy. something to do with. You, you, you know. Yeah. Oh no no. <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah. Uh, please, oh, oh, please tell me. <laughs> we'll, we might have to have that conversation off. Now. Yeah, that's uh, gonna be a sidebar conversation. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll let you know. We'll, we'll have the talk once we get yeah. off of that. Get off of this. This always happens. Go wait in the car, Cam. <laughs> <laughs> all right yo once again thank you all for listening and uh thank you fellas for joining me once again to talk about these these silly movies that uh yeah. that you can kind of watch in the background but uh if uh if that's all we got to say that's it I, that's all i got for today um so catch everybody next time thanks for listening peace thanks for having a peace. <laughs> nice nice yeah. that was fun